This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800 334 7661. Paul's big, uh, hey, I was wondering, I think Paul's got about 30 uh, Eric in the Morning travel mugs. Time, uh, not that I'm not appreciative, Paul, but uh, time for you folks to fill the, hey, I was wondering, mailbag because uh, Paul's getting all the mugs. Uh, hey, Eric, my wife and I noticed that during the pandemic, people seem to be riding bikes more than ever, us included. My buddy just had a bicycle accident and broke his collarbone. I was wondering, are bike accidents on the way up, too? I don't know about bike accidents, Paul, but you are absolutely right about the use of bikes. The pandemic has led to a bicycle boom and shortages of bikes around the world. Mm-hmm. See this story over the weekend? Bike sales over the past two months saw their biggest spike in the U.S. Mm-hmm. since the oil crisis of the 70s. Oh, it's wow. been forever, yeah. Crazy. People, quite frankly, have panicked, and they're buying bikes like toilet paper. You never know when you're going to need a bike like toilet paper. The trend is mirrored around the globe. It's not just here. Everywhere across Europe, this is happening. The craze has led to shortages that will take some weeks, maybe months, to resolve, particularly in the U.S., which relies on China, for about 90% of its bikes. Oh, wow. Production there was largely shut down due to the coronavirus. Many workers are looking for an alternative to buses and subways to get to work in major urban areas. Mm. Yeah. You know, because they don't want to catch anything. People unable to go to their gyms are looking for ways to exercise. And shut-in families scramble to find a way to keep kids active. So they say you go into a Target or a Walmart, you can't get yourself a bike anymore. No. I will say I knew that the bike riding must have been up two weeks ago on the way into work. I saw... In Grand Rapids? No. (laughs) On 290. Uh, I saw a guy riding... Riding a bike on 290? He was on a Divi bike on 290. The bright blue Divi bike on 290 on the shoulder. And I'm like, what's happening? What's happening is he's going to jail. That's taking it too far. (laughs) But he was. And everybody, you know, I've seen so many people on bikes, but that was like hit a new level for me. I just got my bike all tuned up and ready to go. Me too. Good. I got a nice blue Schwinn beach cruiser. I have a blue. I think mine's a Schwinn too. Mm. You have a Schwinn? I think so. It's more of like a a road bike though. Okay. Remember a couple of years ago when uh, I, uh, somebody challenged me to ride a bike from uh, Elburn to uh, Chicago to work and I did that? What? That? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. did that at four That's in the morning? Right. Uh, I did it on a Saturday. <laughs> oh, okay. Just to prove that it could be done. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and it's about 58 miles, something like that. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm in shock. Yeah. Negotiating the way all the way without using any of the, you know, the expressways. There's a lot of back street riding. So did be. you take like a break, like a two-hour break? No, or? rode all the way in. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. very sore impressive. the next day. Actually, not really. I, I did have to stop in Oak Park because I started cramping. Okay. All right. But and what mile that, was that? Uh, for you, probably. Oak Park is probably two-thirds of the way. Okay. Yeah, so wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Same bike. Maybe I'll do it again. I do bike the drive. I just go up to Fullerton and I come right yeah, back. That's enough? Yeah, that's You enough. don't want to bike in from Elburn, 58 miles? I don't think I could go more than three to five miles. I think we have video around that, something like the mixed road Oh, we have to too. see that. Oh, that's yeah, incredible. probably. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Bikes are going crazy. All right, uh, it's Monday morning. I guess nobody's really up and moving yet. Or even planning on it, potentially, right? <laughs> even though it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Today, yes. if you're going to go back, today's a week to go back. Well, maybe today is not the week to go back since it's so nice. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had something a second ago that I realized it's too hard to talk about things you do when you're alone <laughs> on a Monday. That's more of a Thursday morning list. Okay. When you've had, uh, you know, the whole week to 
get the brain moving. Now, on a Monday, you can't even find your phone. A little too ambitious. (laughs) Uh, Top three shirt colors you're wearing today at number three, Anita. The beautiful color gray. Thank you. At number two, John. Blue. Blue. Thank you. And finally, (laughs) at number one, your shirt color is what, Josh? I'm wearing a heather red. There it is right there. Josh wins just because he knows what color Heather Red is. Yeah, never heard of. How's that different from regular red, Josh? So Heather kind of has like a uh, aged look to it. Oh, it's kind of like got a little grayish mixed in there. Gotcha. Kind of the weathered Heather look. Correct. Gotcha. You must be in the fashion business because you are very knowledgeable. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you ever work like retail at the Gap or something? No, I'm actually a landscaper. Oh, wow. Oh. All right. You guys kill it. You landscapers, you kill it. Yeah, you really you do. do. You need to admit it, right? Fun. Yeah, it's, uh, right now we're booming. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Josh, and uh, and I don't mean this as any type of slam on you, but the prices are outrageous, aren't they? They are, but the costs are outrageous <laughs> as well. That's right. Uh, there you go. Okay. I'll, give you that. I'll give you that one. Nope. There's a study that says... The length of the ring finger has been linked to men's risk of coronavirus mortality. Oh. Stop. What? Right. Really? So uh, I know many of you guys now are looking down at your hand going, this is going to determine whether or not I survive it. Well, that's what this study says. Okay. Oh. The length of a man's ring finger has been linked to his risk of dying of COVID-19 in a study due to its potential links to testosterone levels. Yep, it tells you other things, and it tells you about that as well. Nice. Men with longer ring fingers appear in the study to have a lower risk of dying from or having severe COVID-19 symptoms. Even, you know, when they've caught it, their response to it has been much more subdued compared to other men. Right. The team found a link between the long-digit ratio, which suggests low exposures to testosterone in the womb, and severe COVID-19 and high mortality rates in men. In other words, men with longer ring fingers appeared to have a lower risk of dying or having severe COVID-19. Wow. Hmm. It's not clear what could explain this association. They continue to, to uh, study it to see if there's anything to it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. How what long do you is your ring finger? Does it go longer than your middle? You have long, skinny fingers. And you're saying that to who? You, Eric. You have Thank long, you. skinny fingers. <laughs> Actually, this? yours are in your pocket. Yeah, that's yeah. the reason for that. Oh, yours is pretty long. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it's like almost the size of your middle finger. Yeah, a little short, but yeah, it's longer than my pointy finger. Mine is longer than my pointy, but shorter than my middle, which I think is pretty standard I hand so. position. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> it's not clear uh, what could explain it. For instance, in general, males have a less robust immune response than females and are more susceptible to infectious diseases, according to oh. the hmm. authors. This has led to the idea that testosterone could negatively affect the immune system. Mm. Yeah, I'm all loaded up with that. Right? Yeah, that's why, that's why you get sick all the time. Yeah, I'm all loaded yeah. up. Too much testosterone here. Uh-huh. <laughs> that must be what it is. Uh-huh. That's exactly that's why it. I got this sty on my eye. Right. Too much testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, testosterone could negatively affect the immune system, but at the same time, too strong a response may also lead to a fatal overreaction, which is how I spend most of my life. <laughs> Fatally overreacting. How many of you just looked down at your hand and thought, ooh, Man, I'm in great shape. Uh-oh. I better turn around and go home. Uh, want a better night's sleep? You've heard of this before. A cool room is important. You've heard that, oh, right? Oh, please, yes. Pay attention to your thermostat. Here's what they're recommending now. Lower the temperature 2 to 3 degrees in your bedroom. Do that after dinner. And then 2 or 3 more at bedtime. 
So you're dropping that thing six degrees from dinner to bedtime mm. in your bedroom. That'd be like below freezing, wouldn't it? Well, not if you keep it at like cool. 75. And you're still dropping at six degrees. That's a pretty dramatic That's change. a dramatic yeah. drop for, yeah, for nighttime. I'd have to wear huh. a winter coat to bed. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like think four around, degrees, maybe. Keep it around 71 and then, you know, drop it to 70. Yeah, so They're 70. saying, no, 71, drop it down <laughs> to about 64, 65. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right? Yeah, that sounds a little closer. Because um, I keep mine at like 70, 71 in the daytime because I like it cool in the house with the air conditioning. But at night, it's down to between 64 and 66. Hmm. You but, drop it that low? Yeah, because my what son Corey and I were both. Look like? um, I just have. I don't look at that one. Everything else I look at, but not that. I'm but, sure very reasonable. Yeah. Well, you know what? We sleep so much better. Otherwise, we both sweat. Drop it, drop it low, girl. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> drop it, drop it low, girl. I think yeah, that's a Jason Derulo just song. Chiming in. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to add a song lyric to this right there. <laughs> All right. Feel free. It's got to be a better method than any of those. Anybody listening who has a guaranteed method to get to sleep? Mm. <laughs> what? Swanee just told me comments on the phone. They want to warn of a rolling blackout in Melissa's neighborhood. Come on. It's not that bad. The second she starts adjusting the thermostat, it's geez. It's so good like that. It feels so cozy. 312-233-1019. Anybody listening who has a guaranteed method to get to sleep, you're like, listen, you don't need to drop it 11 degrees like Melissa does. You don't need to do that. Here's what you do in order to get to sleep. You'll sleep like a baby. What is it? Hi, Noreen. Oh, good morning. I'm good morning. Uh, were you dozing off there? Hi, how are you? Uh, great. Uh, guaranteed <laughs> method to get to sleep? I use hypnosis. I wow. hypnotize myself. Now, is that uh, a skill you've learned or uh, yeah. something that just kind of happens? No, I did learn it. Okay. Really? Online course? Every time. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? I just, I count down like if I'm in an elevator and I count down the floors from 20 all the way down. And after that, I could feel myself walk off that elevator, and I go wherever I want. Wait, you do that I while you're in an control. elevator? No, she's saying she and mentally envisions that. She envisions that. Melissa's like, you get in an elevator? Right. No, she envisions she's on an elevator. Okay, all goes right. Goes down 20 floors. If I can't what? sleep, I go directly to a what? tall building. Right. And I get in the elevator, <laughs> and I ride it down. Next thing you know, by the time I get to the lobby, I am out cold. <laughs> She was talking about how she self-hypnotizes. Oh, I, that's why I didn't. I thought maybe the elevator was calming her or something. I don't know. What? Oh. Okay, I, I get it. Yeah, if she can't sleep, she has to go find a building with an elevator. Oh, I'm going to have to go downtown again. I cannot get to sleep. <laughs> and this one's a tough one. I've been up for a while. I'm going to have to go to the Willis Tower. i got a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, i got to have to do that. All right. Hi, Andrea. Hi. I the can't get to sleep. App. The what? Yes. Use the Calm app. I've seen the commercials for that one. I think you got to pay for that, though, and I'm, I'm too cheap. And it's expensive. No, the, there is one that's free. It's a British man talking about lavender fields, and you're out like a light. Oh, I'll bet. Oh. You get the British uh, accent talking about a, a, a calming lavender field. Uh, does it, is that yes. the only thing on there, or are there multiple different things he like, talks about? You get two free ones. Uh-huh. But if you want Matthew McConaughey putting you to sleep, you got to pay for it. That's yeah. the one I heard. Yeah, because LeBron does a commercial for it too. I, I, I assume he's on there too. Then 
So LeBron will put you to sleep? LeBron is on a commercial for the call map, yes. So you get uh, Matthew McConaughey putting you to sleep, you get LeBron putting you to sleep, or you get some British guy putting you to sleep. You know what I say to that? To that, I say, all right, all right, all right. All right, and your only other option is what, Mark? Oh, the the one and only option. you got to have a quickie. (laughs) I felt like I just had one. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Crazy Bridal Corner. I had these uh, stories stack up over the course of the past couple of weeks and decided uh, we'll we'll use them as a week-long series. All right? Uh, And because I've got one for every single day of the week. So let's get it started here. This headline on Crazy Bridal Corner, installment number one. Bride furious to learn best man's wife did dishes in her diamond ring before the wedding. Oh, All right, now let me explain this whole story to you. She explained that when she married her now ex-husband, their ceremony was simple. They wanted it to feel like they were throwing a party for their 50 closest friends and family. Okay. Her sister was her only bridesmaid. Okay. Her husband's best man was his oldest friend. Okay. Got it? Yeah. Uh, She goes on to say that her husband's best man, his oldest friend, his wife, Mm -hmm. the best man's wife, didn't like the bride. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay. Why? She wore her engagement ring, the bride did, for two years and decided to have it buffed out and polished before the wedding. A few days before the wedding, she handed it over to the best man so that it could be presented at the wedding again. All right? Mm -hmm. He would keep it until it was time for that moment. As it turns out, at the reception, she found out that the wife of the best man had been wearing her wedding ring after she turned it over. What? The best man's wife came over and said, it's beautiful, isn't it? I wore it all morning, just wandering around the house. I even wore it when I was doing the dishes. That's why it looks so clean. Oh, Oh my God. The bride was upset, saying, how dare she take my ring out and wear it as if it's her own and then wash her filthy breakfast dishes with us when she knew I'd be wearing it at my wedding in just a few hours later. Oh. Wow. Mm. Okay, so then that leads to the question, was she wrong or was she just being smart because she kept a close check of it the whole time? Was she wrong for wearing the other woman's engagement ring? Or in some strange way, was that smart? They're like, all right, we know exactly where it is at all times. True, it's attached to somebody. Oh, come on. There's no way I'm losing this. Right. <laughs> Melissa claims to be the best girlfriend who's ever walked the earth. I don't know. We're about to find that out with all right, all right. today's Mixed Morning Mindbender, 312-233-1019. If she does these 11 things... Your girlfriend is a keeper. Don't let her slip away. Number one being, she's what? Exhibits what characteristic or trait? It's most important. Don't let her slip away, Sandy. Supportive. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. She's supportive of all things stupid that you do. She's supportive of it. It's a great idea. You're you're doing a terrific job. I'm never going to let you down. Hold on to her. I think there are many women like that, Sandy. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are you We're supportive? Awesome. Yeah. We're <laughs> awesome. Yeah. If she does these 11 things, your girlfriend is a keeper. All right, uh, Melissa, these are uh, yes or no questions. All right. Fine. I know you always want to qualify know, everything I'll, to I'll portray you. yourself in a positive light. Just own it. No, no, no. I'll give you exactly what you want. Trust own, me. Own it, yes, or own it, no. Violetta? Yes. Same thing. Okay. Would you both consider yourself to be supportive? Yes. Yes. Number two, she does these 11 things your girlfriend is a keeper. She's a good person, Melissa. Yes. Oh, 
No. All right. Does that mean she's out or she gets to keep going? No, that means that she's really good at number three. Ah. Violetta is. She's honest. Oh. (laughs) Hey, yes. What? You said she's honest. So am I. All right. All right. Everybody's (laughs) honest. Okay. Violetta? Yes. All right. Number four. What? She's the perfect candidate to take home to mom. Melissa. Yes. Mm, Violetta? Mm, I know. All right. Violetta's got two no's and two yeses. Okay. Uh, number five. Right. The two of you have chemistry together. Yes. Oh, heck yeah. All right. Number six. She's not still dealing with ex drama. Oh. Drama involving exes. Melissa. No. Violetta. <laughs> Definitely not. All right. Uh, number seven on if she does these 11 things, your girlfriend is a keeper. She has a good relationship with her family and friends and yours. Yes. There's those friends you just don't want to see of theirs, so no. So no, no. it's a no on my end. Okay, all right. Number eight, she gives you the space you need. Melissa. No. You don't give space? No. Okay. Violetta. Yes. Number nine, she's not your usual type. Are you his usual type? Uh, yes, I think uh, so. Violetta. Yes, I think I am. Uh, number 10, she likes herself. <laughs> uh, probably no. <laughs> you don't like Oh, it's turning sad. Well, you know, there's some aspects that I'm, I want to work on. Well, everybody has you know? those, but overall, you don't like yourself? Well, I mean, I got stuff to work on. You should go and love yourself, like the Beebs once said. Oh, that's true. I got to work on stuff. Well, everybody has to work on stuff. Well, then I'm being honest because I'm working on stuff. All right, Melissa doesn't like herself. Uh, Violetta. Yeah. I know you do. (laughs) Uh, And finally, number 11, she forgives easily. Melissa. Um, yes. Yes, I said yes. You said yes or no, I said yes. I know. I just But I had to think about that one. You forgive easily? Because I held a grudge for about... 12 to 14 years. Well, that, that's true. I mean, that's why I was saying, so I am forgiving uh, easily right, right now, okay. but I don't know if I'll all go right. back to my old ways oh, or not. Okay. That's one of the things I'm working on. Yeah, all right. Uh, Violetta, she forgives easily. Yeah, I do. Too. I forgive myself for even bringing this up. Oh. You sure? Uh, all right, mm-hmm. so we've spoken to 10, 30, and younger people off the air regarding something that uh, has come up quite a bit this morning because it seems... Well, a lot lighter than usual, and I don't even know why. Uh, but Mondays are always very slow to respond to. It's uh, right. you know, it's hard totally. getting the engine going. Mm-hmm. So we asked uh, ten people under the age of thirty. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Uh, what? How old are you? I'm 26. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it fits in perfectly. All right. The question this morning, Kelly, and your caller ten, so you get a prize for participating. Okay. Okay, great. All right. The question is: Growing up, who was a better driver, mom or dad? Mm-hmm. Dad. Dad. Was it close? What was that? Was it close? Um. Well, Mom always drove really slow, yeah. and Dad always drove really fast. And he always I drove with his what? I'm sorry. Myself. He would always drive really fast, uh-huh. and I drive fast myself. Right. And it would always take Mom so much longer to get where we wanted to go. Right. So that's- that's why I picked Dad. So Dad was the better driver based purely on speed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we bring it up because uh, they did a survey, who drives better, your mom or your dad, and they asked a bunch of kids about it. Yeah. What do you think the results were? Hmm. Um, the national survey. I'm going mom. 
I'm saying dad. Mm-hmm. I'm going dad. It was close. 55% said dad. Mm. I'm not, I thought dad would be a runaway winner. Yeah. It seems like Dad primarily does most of the driving anyway That's when true. it involves you being in the car, because Mom's probably in the car, too. Yeah. yeah. Although you do have families that flip-flop that, where Mom does all the driving and Dad yeah, rides. it does That's flip-flop, true. Mom does sure. a lot of the car uh, carpooling stuff sometimes. Yeah. And the, you While know, Dad's in the car, though? Human taxi. No, I'm just That's saying, I'm in saying. General. Sometimes you have yeah. families where even when Mom and Dad are in the car, Mom does the driving. Well, that Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would never fly in my house. Wouldn't, Bronco wouldn't hear of it? No. Does Vera ever drive? Yeah, when she's by herself. But if he's in the car, he's driving. <laughs> yeah, he's driving. How and about if you're like in the car, man. do you drive? Um, do you drive them? Now I do, yeah, which is, I'm like, when did this flip? We just did the uh, Secret Eric in the Morning off your poll because I was curious to see if the numbers matched. What do you think our results were from the 10 people under the age of 30? We said they didn't know ahead of time who drives uh, better, mom or dad. I think it's going to be very similar. So probably six said dad. I'm going to go five and five. Nine, said Dad. 70% said Dad. Aha. Uh-huh. And I bring that up because you know what this weekend is, don't you? Father's Day. Father's yeah. Day. Get ready to recognize dear old Dad. Consumers plan to spend $149 on Dad this Father's Day. Wow. With more than half still celebrating virtually. Really? $149 on Dad. What do they spend on Mom? I can't, can't remember. It's like a million. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Roughly. Like they that. deserve it. A bunch of stories from the weekend on Weekend Wrap-Up to get to this morning. I said I would address the issue Whip experienced at Kohl's, which once again is what, Whip? Yeah, of all the things, a lady actually takes off of her mask and then decides to cough into the air. Okay. (laughs) And it caused a shock and horror, people diving out windows. Pretty much, yeah. Screaming, confrontations. Yeah. A new study says you can't hear the difference between sick coughs and healthy coughs. Can't tell. Can't be done. Even though like a wet hacking cough kind of gives you that that feeling. Cannot tell. A new report from the Proceedings of Royal Society published today finds that humans cannot discern the difference between the cough of someone with an infection versus someone experiencing allergies or just a tickle in their throat. Hmm. Huh. Okay. So a Hmm. cough is a cough, and we don't know the origins or source of it just based on the sound of it. Okay. They say. Uh, you know what? Interestingly, too, when I was coming back from Wisconsin, I uh, stopped at the Arby's in Kenosha. This love would have been last Arby's. weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love me I some Arby's. Too. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm in the drive-thru. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I pull up. And the woman goes, um, I'm sorry, we uh, we just closed. What? What? And the big, you know, the big hillbilly truck in front of me is loading up on a bunch of, you know. Curly fries. A bunch of curly fries and beef and cheddars. Yeah. And, and I go, yeah, just closed? <laughs> like, I go, it's 6.58. She goes, we close at 7 because of the lockdown in Kenosha last week. Okay, and you said, but it's 6.58. Yeah, I tried that, but she's like, sorry, we have to pack stuff up. And so the, the big hillbilly yeah. in front of me in the pickup truck got, you know, his beef and cheddar, and I had to pull away. You think uh-huh. it was the Wendy's Illinois? Wendy's next door, closed. They think it sends you from Illinois? Probably. <laughs> Someone <laughs> noticed Arby's fast food bags can hold 25 pounds. <laughs> That's a lot of beef and cheddar. Impressive. Yeah, yeah. Impressive. And they put it to the test, too, on TikTok. A TikTok user, Austin Bennett, did. 25 pounds into an Arby's bag. It'll hold. Wow. So I actually saw this, and if you, I guess supposedly if you flip the bag over and look on the bottom of it, it's listed on there. They have it printed on the bottom of the bag that it can hold that wow. weight. I'm legitimately <laughs> astounded. Look That's at that. That's weird. Man gives himself a tattoo a day in lockdown. What? And he virtually ran out of skin. Virtually. 
He ran out of skin. Self one? Yep, yep. His body is his uh, canvas of work. London resident and tattoo artist Chris Woodhead had regularly been getting ink since he turned 18 and decided for each day of the lockdown he would give himself a new tattoo and he ran out of space. Okay. Another guy who ran out of space with uh, his uh, tattoos, an organ man with uh, a full face tattoo covering, the full thing. Yeah. Uh, And a history of face licking. What? Yeah, he was busted again. Other people's faces? faces? Yeah. Yep, he licks other people's faces. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disgusting. We all got I, I a thing. I don't think we're overly surprised by uh, his lack of stability, are we? No. no. Yeah. Matthew Joseph Medlin had previously been busted for vandalizing cars, licking people's faces, and attempting to bite a cop in 2016. Medlin's most recent arrest came last week when police responded to a break-in. The suspect reportedly ran to a nearby grocery store where officers caught him in the shop's stockroom. Police say he used, they used a stun gun after Medlin put his hands in his jacket. Uh, said he was going to shoot them. Uh, while they were trying to detain him, he was licking people's faces. Oh, my God. I don't even laugh. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a face licker. Hear about the uh, guy down in Florida who has a really interesting name, Trent Tweddle? No. No, uh-uh. Said a nearly 13-foot alligator locked onto his six-year-old dog, Loki, and pulled him into the water, so Trent <gasps> went in to get his dog. Oh, what? man. Wow. And I grabbed the dog's collar to try to pull him back, and I ended up in a tug-of-war match with the gator. Oh. The gator wasn't going to let go, so I let go of the collar. I got it about knee-deep in the water and started, started pounding on the gator's head wow. until he eventually let go of my dog. Amazingly... Tweddle suffered minor scratches, and the dog is okay. Oh, recovering. thank goodness. Mm. What a weird yeah. alligator. Yeah. Did you see the uh, story, too, mm. of the New Hampshire high school that held uh, its graduation on a ski lift? No. Uh-uh. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Not a bad idea. New Hampshire high school holds ski lift graduation for the class of 2020. Right. We're going to recognize the class of 2020 on Friday mm-hmm. with the Eric in the Morning Facebook Live cocktail hour that's not a cocktail hour because it's a graduation right. hour. <laughs> or is it last day? And minutes. I think it's on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. I was going to okay. say, wow, yeah. it changed. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. can't be See the uh, study that women have very judgmental eggs when it comes to sperm? Really? Oh, they just deny the sperm just like yeah, that. Yeah, some of them are like, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> you? Back up. I don't think so. It's just like being in a <laughs> club, whip. Same thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a sperm club. We know how it feels right from the get-go. Yep. The new study has found that a woman's eggs are especially selective when choosing the most ideal sperm for fertilization. Mm. It's only the really muscly sperm. Yeah, the good-looking They're dressed well. Dressed well and that drive really fancy cars. Yeah. 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 A massive 30-foot beehive was removed from a Tennessee home. Wow. I hope they saved it. I've got... Well, you know, you can remove them carefully, and then you save them so that you can still get the honey. Thirty feet. Mm. You know, you can get you can get the honey from a beehive. You remove like a thirty yeah. foot beehive attached to your house. Yeah, they. I think they remove them very carefully so that they can put them in other places. Well, mostly okay. I think because they don't want the bees flying everywhere. You got to be careful, right? Yeah, it is. A, it is a bee stinging issue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe it. But mostly, doesn't the homeowner just kind of want the bees out of their house? Mm-hmm. I think that's primarily the reason. Yeah. Sometimes mm. I think they even fumigate them. All right, this is way too much conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you feel stung by that? Yeah. You get to keep the honey, though. Uh, I'm not even going yeah. mm-hmm. to read the article now. No, come on. Come on. 30 no. foot a beehive? We need to know more. Can you imagine want, how long that was I want to know somebody that's had a beehive removed that said, please save it. Oh, my gosh. They do. Because, Who's you know, they? The, Who's they? I've read it. I don't know. I've read it where? I don't remember. You know, but, they do. I read it once um, on the internet. Well, because, you know, some bees are endangered or whatever, so people Which are... Ones? The bees that make honey. Honey bees. <laughs> that, that go pollinate flowers and mm-hmm. all that. That's true. 
So they try to save those. Do the uh, ones that make David cutting... Glover with Bee Rescue and Removal <laughs> made the removal at a historic house set to be remodeled in Tennessee. A heat map of the home looked promising, but the actual removal is what led to the massive discovery. This is huge. This is a biggie. This is a big one, said Glover. Yeah. Glover removed about 30 feet of uh, combs from the home. That's 30 linear feet plus 15 inches between the studs, which is... Uh, uh, I believe what the social distancing is at clubs. <laughs> yeah, they are. 15 studs. inches between the studs. Yeah, you got to stay close to I the studs. So. I don't know. <laughs> skip over that one. Oh, That's, my God. That, that one I don't feel like reading. No, you're done? That one I'm going to skip, and I'm going to go right to this because I can't wait to get the hell out. Uh, <laughs> Nebraska sheriff looking for a man wearing a utility belt bra and carrying a long knife. Why? Because that's what happens in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661.